Hey. Basketball podcast on a Saturday night, 15 p.m. in Michigan. Uh, quite a day with NBA movement, and I can't think of a better person to talk some hoops with me. Uh, this gentleman, a uh, former collegiate basketball player at Siena Heights University, and now the head coach of a varsity program in the southern part of Michigan. Well, James Bradley, James, finally, finally, I get you on this. Hey, what's up, Jeremy, man? Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, this, uh, you know, we just started this podcast. It's on Anchor. I really hope, uh, Mr. Bradley, you get on this. Uh, I want you to enlighten some people. You started something and it got my attention, besides all the great basketball stuff you do. Uh, enlighten us on the, uh, you started a clothing thing, uh, like a t-shirt company, correct? Yeah, correct. So the t-shirt company I, I started is called I Can uh, Custom T-shirt and Apparel, and it just basically stemmed from um, you know I help a lot of kids in our community, um, you know, doing some work at uh, Frost Elementary, and um, just kind of trying to inspire some kids. And we were kind of doing some processing, and um, you know, I was just always motivating them uh, with encouraging words and. Um, I had uh, created a T-shirt with a lot of motivational quotes and message messages to a, a young 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 person, and um, you know uh, they really liked the T-shirt. Wow, you know what, what a simple gesture to be able to give someone a T-shirt and put something inspiring on it to you know to, to make someone feel better about themselves. So that's what started it, um, you know, and. Not, not, not to mention that I'm also a minister, man. I don't know if you knew that, but I'm a youth minister at Kingdom Life Ministries, and that's part of my ministry, man. It's just inspiring and motivating people uh, any way that I can. So that's that's where I can T-shirt, um, custom T-shirt and apparel came from. Um, I just I just wanted to uplift people in, in a creative way um, and um, inspire inspire them because there's so much negativity going on out here. Man, is people always talking about what you know what someone's not doing the city is or how bad this is and I'm just like man you know what I'm tired of hearing about what people can't do and I said I want to hear what you can do so and that's that's where it came from no I think it's powerful and James your uh, father obviously I can hear in the background that's what's great about these podcasts I got a, I got a friend who does a podcast in his car and uh, he calls it uh, the car cast, and it, it's awesome. And this stuff's great, and I'll tell you why. I think what you said was powerful, is start promoting the positive and not negative as much. And, uh, yeah, I was inspired by the uh, the movement you're starting, not just the basketball stuff. I mean, starting like I can is so simple, but so great. And uh, are you guys doing, uh, setting up some or something to get more of the community involved? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can hardly hear you, man. It's, it's a lot of stuff going on. Say that one more time. Yeah, are you, are you guys going to be doing uh, some community stuff, getting community uh, behind with, uh, getting behind this movement with the t-shirts, obviously, you know, not just the name, but are you guys doing anything community-related here soon? Yeah, so soon I got I got a bunch of ideas coming up. Um, I don't I try not to overwhelm myself too much, man, because you know, I get stuff that just comes to my head and I, I want to do this and I want to do that. And sometimes it's like <laughs> I get overwhelmed, but um, I got a few things coming on. Um, 
I'm also a part of a, a mentorship program here in Jackson County. It's called Move Men of Valor and Excellence. And we, we do a lot with uh, the, the young men in our community in terms of uh, help, help develop life skills and teach them life skills. Um, and so we're going to kind of um, bridge those two things together and try to do some things in the community in terms of, uh, you know, just doing some motivational um, life skill building, um, community service, uh, get the kids out here uh, in the community and, and give back in, in many different ways, such as, you know, cutting grass. Uh, we've done, um, we've been down to the shelter and done a few things. Um, so we, we've got a lot more things in store too, man. Um, but so I'm just kind of right now, just kind of focusing on those things. And then um, with I can specifically, there'll be some things down the road. Yeah, for sure. No, I think it's great. I mean, that's uh, it's something so powerful because obviously uh, we're basketball people and I think people would remember us by that. But I think what would be bigger is what you're doing uh, with community, like you said teaching kids uh, simple stuff like how to mow grass or be involved in the community. Those things are just priceless. And uh, there's a couple other people I've spoken to that are kind of doing the same thing. We need more people like yourself doing that because it isn't like you're just talking it. I mean, you lived it. And, and I want to talk about what you did on the court because I remember being in my first three on three, I always bring this up to you. Uh, you had my <laughs> team first basketball tournament. I had this little guy who was lightning dad yelling in the background showtime showtime <laughs> talk about your basketball experience because i think your story is is pretty incredible i mean you're someone uh i mean i would say that you know being a smaller guard we've mentioned this i mean you really battled and and you became a great player talk about a little bit of your basketball career early on yeah so yeah, we've had our, we had our battles, right? <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I, I was a two sport athlete coming out of high school. Um, you know, I've I've played sports all my life, man. Um, sports. Uh, I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that I've had um, uh, thus far uh, with the sport. I mean, I started up with an early age, uh, Jackson Regular Bar, man. Uh, I can go as far as the King Center days, but. Um, just so I'm not rambling all day, uh, I'll, I'll cut that short. But um, I started real young, man, like four years old, started playing. Fell in love with basketball and football right away. Um, you don't know this, but um, I, I, I do have a, a love for baseball, man. I, I played baseball for a while, and I, you know, I, I kind of got away from that for a minute. But um, coming up in high school, man, I was a two-sport athlete. I played football and basketball. Um, obviously, um, I was a... Uh, fortunate enough to uh, play at Siena Heights University on a basketball scholarship after high school was over with. And um, I tell you what, man, that that's when um, the game of basketball became even more than just a sport to me. Um, I, I started to see how basketball in itself uh, blessed my life, you know, because, um, you know, it, it, I had an opportunity to meet some amazing people, man. Um, Fred Smith is one of one of many that I'm only going to mention right now. Sure. Who has, um, you know, he was my head coach at the time, and he taught me so much about the game in itself, man. Um, just from a fundamental standpoint, and um, you know, and then you know, he was the he was the guy that helped me connect a lot of dots between sports and life, and um, you know, I, I had an opportunity to travel um, around the world, around the country, actually, man, playing the sport I love. 
um, you know, I, I, you know, I had to, um, I learned a lot about adversity, man, being, you know, being a short guard, kind of being some six foot four point guards, you know, at six foot three, six foot two point guards every night, um, you know, and in, NAI, in the NAI at that time, man, you know, I tell people, man, that's, that was a difficult conference, man, sure. um, to play in, very competitive, man, and, um, you know, I got to meet a lot of people, man, um, and so I'm just grateful for that, man, you know. Um, you know, just being able to play the game and then just meeting some phenomenal people, man, um, is what I'm most fortunate about, though. So, but yeah, man, it, it's fun. Um, got an education, man. Graduated with a business degree in 2005. Um, you know, then came back to Jackson and immediately started working in the field of education. Ironically, <laughs> nothing when I got my degree in, but it was, but it was, it was the opportunity to be able to play basketball that afforded me that chance to, to get a degree, you know? And it's that kind of stuff that when I say basketball has helped open doors for me, man, that, you know, I probably would not have had, you know what I mean, if I didn't play the sport. No, that's true. One thing that I think I want players to realize is um, there's a lot of different, you know, angles or different places you can go. I mean, Siena Heights, a lot of people may not know about it, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of good players that have played there and on scholarship. That's the other thing. I mean, you're getting school paid for, you're getting an opportunity to do something you love. And now you're giving back. And I think that huh? a lot of programs that only kind of promote the, the great best going to Michigan, Michigan to the prime programs. But we, we need to promote some of these kids that um, are going to those smaller schools. And I think you did a great job of that. You put players that are going to those colleges because uh, it's opportunity. I think it's great. Um, I want to dive into a couple of things if you just have a few more minutes. Uh, I know you want to talk a little NBA, and I know you're a huge LeBron guy, so I have oh. to. I have to with you. Um, but uh, is it? it's pretty crazy, all this movement. I mean, it's been unreal. I don't think I've ever seen this much in one season. Your, uh, your thoughts on a few of those things. I mean, obviously LeBron-related, and the Lakers, uh, it's got to be an exciting time for LeBron fans. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I'm an LBJ fan, man. Uh, I, I'm more of a of a of a LeBron James fan as a person than yeah. I can say as a basketball player. But um, but you know, man, I look at it like this for my own selfish reasons. You know, what I mean, I, I I was one of those guys over here, like, man, let's yeah, like, let's get uh, Kawhi, man. Oh, Kawhi comes to L.A., you know, and I'm I'll admit, man, I tell people all the time, man, uh, they're like, man, wh who's your favorite NBA team? I say, you tell me where LeBron is at, I'll tell you who my favorite team is. <laughs> so, so 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 I'm straight up with folks when I tell them that, man. Uh, they laugh at me all the time, but but man, you know what? Um, from a basketball sense, man, I'm happy to see the league with some balance a little bit. Um, you know, I, you know, a lot of people was like, oh man, I know you're mad that Kawhi didn't go to LA. Ha 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 ha. I was like, you know what, man, I'm kind of happy to see him at the Clippers because now you kind of got like, you know, you got the Clippers, you know, him with, uh, Paul George and LeBron with AD. And then you got, uh, you know, you got, um, um, KD with, uh, Kyrie and then you got Steph and Clay. And so it's a little bit more balanced when you look at it from that sense, man. And, and it's kind of moving away from that um, super team where you got like three superstars on one team and you know and I think I think it's gonna bode well for the league in my personal opinion um, it'll be I think it'll be you know better to watch um, 
Yeah. You know, in terms of the competition and you know uh, uh, the you know teams having a fair shot at you know getting to the finals and winning the finals. You know, like like Toronto, man. I'm like, man, I I was just like, wow, you know, to see what they did. Um, but it just opens the league up, in my opinion, and I'm I'm happy to see that. No, you're absolutely right. It's almost like it's better than the super team thing, like you had mentioned. It's a little more parity. It's more. Uh, I think there's some rivalries now, man. You know how we were growing up. We wanted rivalries. We had Bad Boys Pistons versus Michael Jordan and the Bulls. You know, before that, you had Magic and Larry. You know, I, I think it's great. I mean, it's it's something we need, and LA's got already a great rivalry forming. Uh, no, it's awesome. I mean, LeBron James, I think you hit it on the head, though. I mean, if you're somebody who looks at people off the court, he's got to be number one. I mean, as much as I'm not a huge fan of LeBron James, I think it's incredible what he's done for his community, what he's done um, really coming from a small place, too. Kind of like us. You know, it, it is similar. And I can see why a lot of guys and uh, women would love him. Um, but yeah, like you said, man, the NBA is going to be this year it's going to be incredible I'm ready to start already I want to touch on something I know because we've talked a little bit about college and I think that I want your opinion on this because I think it's crazy a lot of these guys now deciding not to go to college I mean it's not a ton but I think it's going to be a trend and I think nowadays everything's about trends and what the new thing is and and not go to college now for that one year. Would you think that it's got to be, does the NBA change that? They say, you know what, we've got to leave the doors open. These guys got to be able to come in right away. Or do you think, no, I think college needs to find a way to do some things differently. You know, they got to, you know, maybe even compensate. I mean, what's just your thoughts on the whole college basketball and then overseas? Yeah, so um, thanks for asking that question, man. I was, I was having a conversation with a couple of guys about, you know, uh, where do we where do we see college basketball going with like all these one and dones and um, kids not even going to college because so much money in sports, right? And, and so um, yeah, man, I, I think I think the NCAA needs to do something. In my personal opinion, I think, um, and I, and I and I know that they can do something to where. Uh, they, they make it uh, beneficial for the athletes who are, um, you know, who, who are being, what's the word I'm looking for, um, uh, who are being used, so to speak, in terms of, you know, like all this money that's being generated when these athletes are out there competing night in, night out. And, um, you know, and I know, you know, a lot of people say, uh, you know, these, these guys are getting full-ride scholarships and, um, you know, and, that, and that's great, but when you when you're when you're playing for like a you know a, a major major college like a North Carolina or a Kentucky and you night in and night out you, you got those type of programs bringing in the kind of money that they bring in I mean that's that's where that's where it gets rough at right it's like those players they're starting to see you know like hey man we're, we're getting ex- exploited but I guess that's the word <laughs> exported right and so and I think I think it's an NCAA issue I think they can figure out a way where they can take care of these these uh, athletes or at least allow them uh, a chance to be able to you know get endorsements if let's say hey like a, um, you know a company wants to you know give them a shoe deal or something allow them to have that opportunity 
um, because I think college, I think college sports does a lot for just from a development standpoint and athletes and um, you know people think you know players can go overseas and play, but I, I still don't think it's the same. I mean, I know European players are a lot advanced in terms of um, you know fundamentals, but you know. Um, you get a lot of athletes and a lot of NBA type caliber players over here in America, and um, but they miss out on that development piece because of all of the the uh, issues with you know um, extortion and money and all of that kind of stuff. So I think the NCAA needs to really look at like the rules and kind of find a way to be able to benefit the players a little bit more. And I, then I think it I think it'll ease up. Absolutely, no, I think you know, even you could. And attest to this because I played, you know, at the lower levels per se. I, I mean, people would say they look at these guys played small college basketball. Realize how practice every day at that level and still go to class. And yeah, the scholarship is is great, but it's a job. It is a job to play college basketball. You put a lot of time into it. You put more than eight hours a day with study hall and all that, even at the lower levels. When you get to Division One, it is an absolute business. Whether it's playing at a, a mid-major or high major, your whole life is basketball and going to class. And if somebody is, is selling, like you say, you know, jerseys or memorabilia or, or these universities are making so much money off ticket sales, you know, vendors, everything they make money on. There's got to be a way that these guys get some sort of compensation or like you said, hey, you're going to be a great player. The NCAA should open the doors and say, yeah, you should be able to get a shoe deal while being in college. Maybe you don't get paid X amount of money for it while being in college, but you should get compensated. And uh, no, I think it, it's a touchy subject, man. I mean, I've got so many. I know you do that. That uh, haven't lived it either and understand it. That have a strong opinion on collegiate athletes not getting compensated. But it, I mean, just think about ask those guys. Hey, well, how would you like to go and do something for free for eight plus hours? Have to get a certain uh, you know grade point average. Have to play well, and uh, you know everyone else is making money off you. I mean, just think how that would feel for some of these people. And uh, it's tough, man. It's a tough topic. Obviously, it's not going to be easy to talk about for a while. But it's interesting. One thing I want to add, and James, I feel strongly about this. The thing that's scary is a lot of these NBA guys feel as if the players going overseas are more prepared to play in the NBA. And that's going to be the next thing. And it's scary. Because yeah. I can't think of a, what, what's the young man's name. He's from Saginaw. Um uh, Bowen, um, who, who was going to go to Louisville, got in trouble. I think is Brian Bowen, right? And, mm-hmm. and now he goes overseas, low numbers, average five or six points a game. Now he's in the NBA. That says a lot that these yeah, NBA. Man. Man, I'm gonna take this. Yeah, sees he got the experience. Yeah, that, I mean that's what's gonna happen if the NCAA doesn't get a hold of it. I mean, like I said, I mean overseas, they're more polished. In terms of fundamentals, they're more NBA ready. Like, and those guys, you know, it's like that one kid. I can't think of his name. He just got drafted this year. He went over uh, overseas and got to deal with New Balance and did an internship and um, was working on this game. I can't even think where he was at right now. Um, um, I mean, he just elected not to go to school because, um, you know, of, of, I call it the modern day slavery, man. Well, what's happening with these major sports? And I, and I know it's a touchy subject, but. 
I mean, I, I'll just say this, man. Like, you, you talked about it. Yeah, Division One. that's on a whole nother level, man. And I, I can tell you, man, just playing NAIA Division Two, that my life was basketball. Like, I... You know, I had it. I didn't have time to uh, to even get a get a job because of all of the way that our program ran. Is it was basketball every day, every second of every hour. Man, we practiced two times a day. We had to, uh, we got classes in between there, and then by the time we got done, man, it was it was time to go home. And then game nights where you know we woke up early in the morning, got to let it go to shoot around, um, then go watch film. And then get ready for the game. So it was, it, I mean, it's a lot, you know what I mean, that you got to commit yourself to. So, you know, for them to just think that a scholarship is okay when you making that much money, you know, and then if I'm a player and I see my jersey in the stands and I, I and I can't get anything out of that, that's absurd. So, they got, I mean, that's it's a big issue. Like, you know, and I, and I think they need to address it, man. Because, like you said, like a lot of these players are going to start going overseas, or I think the NBA can even do something with the uh, with the development league to where um, they can maybe boost up some pay and make that league even more exciting. No, it's it's a great topic. I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, again. I want to end on one thing with you because I think that I'm throwing you a little bit of a curveball, but because you're coaching at the high school level, and, and this is something I just really want to talk with you about because you get it, um, I think we are really struggling in America with high school basketball. And I oh, think what's happening is with AAU, how AAU works, I mean, you the jump to team to team thing, I have a new stance on it. I get it now. You got to go where you're going to get noticed. You got to go where it's popular. I mean, we know now in Michigan, I'm just going to name drop a little bit. You know, Bates fundamentals got big because Imani Bates is incredible, right? So now everybody wants to play for maybe that organization at the youth levels. And now what you get is in high school basketball, they want to go to the high school team where some of these kids play. Talk about the challenges of that because, I mean, you coach at a high school where, you know, you're going to probably – deal with a lot of rules, right? I know how it works. You know, there's the four-man rule is a joke. It's an absolute mm-hmm. joke. They can only work with that kind of and Kids want to go where, you know, people are doing more to help the player, maybe get them to the next level. Would you agree with me? Because I had a good conversation with uh, a reporter up north. And four-man rule. I think the four-man rule in Michigan and how Michigan basketball, the MHS, is, is a struggle, I think. I really would. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you on that. Um, it just makes it difficult for kids to get better in general, man, with all of these rules. Um, and, I, I mean, I had a conversation with somebody about, you know, the four-man rule and the limited, limited time that we get to be able to work with our kids. Um, it, it puts us at a disadvantage, man, come season time. And for me personally, um, being at a smaller school, I'm facing kids leaving all the time. Um, yeah. You know, some 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 reasons of for what you just mentioned and uh, some of other reasons. But primarily, man, it's like, man, I, you know, I want to work with my kids all the time, you know, um, especially if, if I have, you know, I made myself available. I'm committed to my program. You know that. Um, and I and I strive myself on the basics of the game. And, um, you know, I'm I, you know, and I'm not I'm not, uh, you know, I like AAU, um, but, you know, I have this areas of it where I turn my nose up a little bit, if I be honest with you. But, um, but I get it. Like you said, I get it. I mean, kids want to play. They want to get it recognized and want exposure. And um, 
you know, if we're limited to what we can do with them um, certain months of the year and times of the year, um, they're going to go and do that. Um, and I'm going to applaud them too because I want them to get better. At least I know they're playing, right? And um, yeah. it, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's difficult, man. It's difficult. And I definitely would be, I would like to be a part of a conversation if, if the Michigan High School Athletic Association would like to talk about maybe adjusting some of these rules about how often we can have our hands on our kids. Um, you know, because I got, like I said, I got a lot of challenges being coaching at a small school. I got two sport athletes, three sports, three sports athletes, and some of them are getting ready for football. And we got to kind of deal with that stuff. And, <clears throat> and so, and then, you know, you can't touch only but four of them throughout the month of July or whatever. And it's like, Oh man, come on! <laughs> and, and you and I'm like you know I'm like you in the sense, man. I'm a gym rat, man. We we grew up that way, you know what I mean? And that's the only way kids are gonna get better if they spending more time in the lab. And that's why I love what's what what you name that the lab is because it is they gotta spend time on uh, perfecting their craft and getting better, especially if they have a of a desire to go and play at the next level or further their careers. Um, so yeah, man, I agree with you, man. I, I heard you talking about that before. Um, and, I'm, and I'm over here shaking my head as I was listening to your podcast. Like, man, I agree 100. Like, you don't you don't have enough time. It's a little bit of a disadvantage here in Michigan, man, and it kind of sets us back a little bit. I will say this: so when we we end this, it's so difficult for I got a lot of respect for high school basketball coaches because what you're working with in our state is kids that you haven't had enough time to, to develop, and I think that's why the overseas kids continue to catch. Because when they're over there, they're playing with one or two teams. That's it. Whoever's working with them is, is exposing them to problems at an early age because there's no rules. So they're playing against pro players at 14, 15, 16 years old, where our system in AAU is 16U, 15U, 17U, 10U, and so then you get to high school. And you only get four players at a time in the state of Michigan. It's incredible. I think it's yeah. it's a joke, but but you're doing big things, man. Jay. I really appreciate what you're doing. And, and hey, we can never give up, right? We gotta we gotta do whatever we can. And I think you're right. doing a lot of great stuff, man. Not just basketball. Again. I know you got the little ones, and you got a lot of other jobs besides coaching and business. The number one job, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, my kids is number one job, and they come first. I know you hear my son in the background, man. He's uh, <laughs> he's he's all over the place, man. He's constantly got a ball in his hand. Uh, believe it or not, he shoots his jump shots every morning. Man, <laughs> he's two he's two years old, but 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 yeah, man. It's a blessing, man, to be able to have my kids and my family, and my wife, man, and uh, you know, like you said, that's a job in itself, man. But it's the best job I could ever have, you know. Yeah, well, James, I appreciate it, man. I finally get you on here. I can't wait to keep, uh, you know, watching what you're doing. I wish you uh, best of luck this season. Uh, do everything you can with the limited time you get because there's not a whole lot of time. <laughs> right. Thank you so much uh, for joining, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Again, James Bradley, varsity basketball coach at Vander Cook Lake High School. This is located in Jackson, Michigan. I'm from the Jackson area. Very excited to see people inspiring the youth. Uh, James has a uh, Alto T-shirt. I'll be posting that on uh, social media as well. 
James on again. I want to definitely dive into this uh, youth basketball stuff and, and high school basketball. Can't wait to do that. Um, there's just so many things that we can uh, talk about with a game of basketball. It's just a sport growing and growing and growing. There's so many different options for kids. But again, what I love having James on is small college basketball is okay. It really is. Kids need to understand that if you can get a scholarship somewhere, maybe you're a player that was uh, underappreciated and just didn't get the extra bigger school. 